Welcome back, Literary Slummers, to another episode of Shelf Aware, the podcast where we are reading books outside of our comfort zones. I'm Anna. And I'm Em. This week on Shelf Aware, we are wrapping up our unit, our literary slummitted unit on... Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Hannah, on modern mythology um, with the book one of the... The book one of the... The book one of the... Of the Iron Druid Chronicles, uh, hounded by Kevin Hearn. Hearn? Hearn, probably. I should have said Hearn, but Hearn is good too. Hearny. Listen, we're coming into this book with a lot of pronunciations that we're going to mess up. Might as well start Apologies the beginning. to the entire like Gaelic-speaking yes, community. Yes, about to be a I'm whole mess. I'm doing the best with my stupid tongue. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh, uh, um, So what do you think of this book, Anna? Why was it so horny? Here's the thing. <laughs> I have been I have been making the conscious decision in my personal reading to not go for written not to read books written by men, mm. particularly white men. Of course. This is the first book I've picked up in a long time that's been like, that is why. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. not like it was like overly offensive. I was just like, this is so unnecessary. Like It felt very um dated in a way. I know it's not that old, but it felt very dated. Two thousand eleven, I yeah, think. In terms of just yeah, the whole yeah, it's very it, Gary Stew. Well, yeah, it and it wasn't, it wasn't graphic or anything, so it wasn't that. Like, yeah, it was just it was like, just kind of like a bunch of chapters just ended with him going to hook up with a random character, you know. And they were all like goddesses. I'm just like, <sighs> okay, no, you're not I telling mean, me this crusty, stinky, dirty ass two thousand year old <laughs> druid is pulling literal goddesses. No. <laughs> I mean, I it did. There's there's a lot to break down about the uh, relationship dynamics in this book. Mm. I feel. Um, I will say I did like it overall. I think. Yeah, it, it's it, just so horny. It was pretty, pretty horny in a way that I didn't particularly enjoy. Not like it was yeah. again. Not like it was bad or like upsetting. No, it was or anything. just very it was heterosexually just like, horny. Yes, and I kept being like, obviously, this is also the problem when reading books written by men. Um, I kept being like. Oh, obviously his like love interest is this dude. He's bi, right? Because mm-hmm. on- the only like really good relationships he has is with other men. But I'm like, oh no, that's just like homosocial behavior. Like, are just boobs, right? And it wasn't that the like I-, I feel like we're talking a lot of shit. And it wasn't that the the goddesses were like bad or poorly written. Like I thought no. they were interesting, but it was very. I was like, it- I feel like he should just make out with his friend because that's the only one who like. Feels Which like friend they have... is he? Are you referring to? Um, one of the werewolves. I can't keep him straight. Oh, but... uh, Hal, Hal, Hulk. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, this was a shifter romance. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he, he even like he and his dog are allowed to run with the pack. Like, come yeah, on, it was right there. Come on. I feel like it could be a really good slow burn. Three or four books. Like eventually, Absolutely. he figures out that he's gay. And that's why yeah. he is just not able to commit to any of these goddesses. That's why it's taken him 2,000 years to admit that, hey, maybe it's okay to kiss a guy. Maybe. Maybe. You know? <laughs> really repressed. You just got to work through your uh, hangups. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I guess, like... I don't I I thought I I read this book in like 2016 mm. and I I liked it okay. I didn't remember anything about it going in, but I guess I forgot like um how 
how much like the the pantheon was involved with this i was just like oh it's probably like some fae or some shit i was like no mm. these are actually all gods and goddesses which was neat yeah um i am not at, like familiar at all with with the uh, irish gaelic I'm... sort of tiernanog or I... what are they called no uh the oh, de Danon. Tuade Danon. Tuade Danon. Tuade Danon. I'm sorry. The... <laughs> it's going to be a rough one. Um, also, I was not aware there was a large Irish population in uh, Tempe, Arizona. <laughs> I mean, is there? Or was it it's, just... Well, s- he just found all of them. They all live in the yeah. same, like, two-block two <laughs> radius. Uh, well, the one, <laughs> Every Irish the, person in Arizona. No, she was Irish. Was she? Or was yeah. she Scottish? Granuel. She was yes. Irish. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her, her. I was thinking yeah. about the neighbor. Was the neighbor Oh, Irish yeah. She was Scottish? also Irish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mrs. McDonough or whatever. Yeah. I thought that the, this was definitely, definitely in the camp of modern mythology, right? Like, it's definitely... I think even he himself is technically a mythological figure i tried to look into it a little bit in regards the to iron the iron druid not the iron druid but i oh. think that there that the story of his background and how he got the sword might oh. be like a real thing or not a, a myth a real myth that's oxymoronic but um <laughs> it's just he does he's not named in that it's just like a oh, druid right that's kind of neat i think that's what it is i did I like look into that. the character that he got the sword from and that he's definitely a mythological figure um and i was trying to find like the exact myth about that sword but then i got fucked up by spellings so like mm-hmm. you know how it be there's um, like a thousand different spellings exactly yeah. Uh, so yeah, it definitely, it definitely fits the bill, I felt like, and it mm-hmm. takes place in the it's modern fun. day. Um, kind of all of the things that I've liked about the other books we've read in this unit kind of continued here. Yeah. And I will say it is yet again, a dude trying to get an item from the main character. And this is apparently what all modern mythology is. Cause we talked I think so. about how that was the plot of lore and it's also uh-huh. the plot of uh, city of the plague gods. It's just like. There is a mythological figure. Someone has a thing. Trying to get the, the item pissed. from the main character. And there's going to be fight over it. Like, Do gods have other hobbies? No, they're Other just, than like hoarding their treasures? It's really big on collecting, I guess. <laughs> I was looking at my books and I've noticed several ancient swords are gone. There's your next series. Yeah, I think this was probably the most egregious instance of it too. Because we never really got an explanation for why the dude wanted the thing aside from just wanting it he just wanted it man it, it was, was just birthright or some shit I it kind of seemed like maybe it was gonna get addressed in a later book but, <laughs> but then they just killed him <laughs> well i mean i feel like maybe it could be like more plotting from some of the other yeah. gods maybe but yeah i fully did not continue on with the series in 2016 yeah. i don't i mean they were easy to read maybe if they were there well, was a lot of on that note who would you recommend it to I mean, I think I would recommend this to, um, you know, if if you're into urban fantasy series, especially if you're a dude and you're just looking for something a little bit fresh and funky that doesn't have like that has still has werewolves and vampires Mm -hmm. in it, but that isn't the main focus. Like, you know, this seems like maybe an option for you. Um, you know, women readers, please go into it with the, 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 uh, notion that every woman just serves as a vessel for this guy's dick. 
and that's about it. But it it was it was um it was fine. Yeah, it was it was an interesting start to a series. I liked a lot of I liked the druidness of it. Yeah, I yeah, it's a dude book. I would say this reminded me a lot of the Mercy Thompson series, in that mm. it is like a main character who is paranormal but is like the only one of their one of their kind yeah with a lot of other like groups of paranormals and kind of politicking between them right so like if you like that vibe um maybe minus the romance unless there probably is romance in later books i'm guessing just kind of seeing some things being set up here but plus a lot of random hookups but not like spicy scenes there's no spicy. no yeah there's no it's all fade it's just it's very haha guess who i laid last night you know sort of thing um so if you're if you're okay with that if you're like it's a little cringy but that's fine then yeah i I feel like if you liked the um oh fuck the dresden books Mm, dresden files dresden files you'd probably like this yes i could see i know like the dresden files i've read the first one and everybody in the it's i didn't like it i didn't like the first one either and everyone i ever talked to about it is like well it's really like after the first one that it picks up it's really like book three or four and i'm like if i have to no i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna do so so bad if you like me were like i want to read a book with a male protagonist in urban fantasy um Mm -hmm. but you didn't like the first book of the dresden files and refuse to read anymore maybe try this one instead i don't know yeah (laughs) it's a little more tolerable yeah a lot more tolerable actually um awesome well um, have you been reading anything else this week? Because I've tried several books and have put them all down. I've so taken all I'm of your know. reading power. How um, dare you? What have you been reading? Well, first off, I want to throw out um, one of the friends of the podcast and <gasps> person that we know, IRL, uh, texted. Most importantly, listener. Huh? Most importantly, listener. And most importantly, listener. <laughs> <laughs> did send me a message on Tuesday suggesting uh-huh. we read um, The Girl Who Fell Beneath the Sea, uh, which okay. is a Chinese myth retelling. I believe it's by Axio. I think uh-huh. I've, I've mentioned wanting to read it before. I don't think I've ever actually read it. Um, but she, mm-hmm. this was from Sam, uh, was who it was. Uh, okay. And yeah, she she said it's a, a, cute, a cutesy romance. Girl has to save her whole village um based on chinese mythology and she thought we'd like it but i was like sorry i we were recording a different book for this unit tomorrow but i will throw it out there to the listeners um who might want to pick that one up i myself uh have been just bouncing between books not putting them down just really adhding between different stuff the only one that Mm -hmm. i finished this week was um because I'm I'm in a mythology like while we were looking for books that fit the bill, we found a lot of books that were like close but not quite. Yes. Either like they weren't set in modern times or they were still Greek and we didn't want to do another Greek one or mm-hmm. whatever. Um or they were like retellings, not like continuations, that sort of thing. Um so because that is still the sort of stuff that I like, I have a ton on my TBR now. Um, I finished Empress of All Seasons by Emiko Jean. Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was not cute. I always go for cute as my first adjective, and that's not what I mean. Quaint. No, that sounds backhanded. Good? It was good, yes. Um, (laughs) It's kind of a little selection-y in that it is, uh, there is a 
competition to be queen sort of oh, thing. Oh, we fucking love a competition we book. We love a competition book. Uh, you know, Gideon the Ninth competition book, right? Absolutely. Um, but the in this this particular setting is like based on Japanese mythology, and there are uh, yokai who are like basically treated as second class citizens. So this girl who is um, an animal wife has been like trained her whole life to go hmm. take part in this competition so that she can kill the emperor. Um, nice. So she goes to the capital and there is a little bit of love triangle in it. And I have read some reviews that were like, well, the ending wrapped up way too quickly. And I think if you are looking for like plot heaviness, yeah, there is kind of a like, okay. And then we fixed all this right sort of mm-hmm. thing at the end. But if you're looking at it more from like a character angle, I think it works pretty well. Um, okay. Cause I think like the character's arc just kind of ended before the plot ended you know so she kind of <laughs> yeah. had some finagling to do there um but that one was pretty good i've also been listening to uh another another moira quirk and tamson muir joint with uh what yeah she has this uh shorter story called princess Flor princess flora linda and the 48 40 flight tower um okay, and i will okay. say the characters are very different from the two main characters of the Locktomb series, but the dynamic between them is very similar. And I'm Delicious. like, all right, I'm seeing uh, Tamsin Muir's sort of uh, preferred relationship <laughs> style here. Um, I also started a couple books on Kindle. Um, I should probably save these for like a week when I don't want to read as much, but here we are. Um, I started reading... <laughs> it's too late. Kaikei, Kaikei, I think is how it's pronounced. By, oh, I have that book. Yeah, by Vishnavi Patel, which is like a retelling of the Ramayana from one of the like female characters' point of view. And that's pretty cool so far. And then I also started um, The Grim Reaper's Lawyer, which is a Kindle Unlimited joint oh, by Mia Monique. That's fun. Um, yeah, it's like woman dies, Grim Reaper is like, hey, I need a lawyer, and romance happens. Oh, bless. <laughs> Okay, here's my problem. Here's my reading problem is like I've been and and Hannah is with with me on this too. Like we've been trying to find a book that is like a, a like a villain romance, but mm. we just can't find one that is good or like doesn't like make the villain the good guy after all, you know? Mm. I would not say that this is the situation here. No, but it yeah. sounds close. We love a death god. We love a death god. There is a little bit of like death is a bureaucracy sort of thing going yes, on yeah um, which is a pretty this. common trope of like there's a whole bunch of grim reapers and they all have different like sectors and mm-hmm. whatever um the main character is a lawyer obviously who um yes. when she they're like oh well you were gonna go to hell because of the choices that you made in life so it's a little bit um the good place vibes gotcha how about you have you managed to consume any media that you would recommend i don't i watched the D movie and that was fine it nice. was really campy and uh there were some very attractive people in that movie sure yeah um, so i did enjoy it overall i tried reading like 30 different books this week mm. um None of them, I think, are going to stick around long, long enough for me to want to recommend them. Um, anything else did I do? No, nah, I've just been rewatching Taskmaster. Nice. And uh, Ted Lasso. Hey. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what else I've been listening to? Not watching, What's but listening. That? The uh, I just got all caught up on the new uh, D&D, Brennan Lee Mulligan. Oh, Abria. Worlds Beyond. Yeah, World, yes. Worlds Beyond number. Very good. Like it. Mm-hmm. The audio production, like, it so sounds like good. Brennan is whispering into my ear. I know. And it just does things All to me. All of the effects, I'm just like, oh. 
this is so intimate brennan what are you doing you're married now we can't oh. keep meeting like this <laughs> okay let's talk about this book i yeah, guess let's do it let's get into it um let's get into the nitty gritty the nits and the grits mm-hmm. um here we go one thing we you ha- want to eat and one thing you don't which and one, one is thing which that might be itchy you figure it out yeah <laughs> let us know leave your comments down below would you rather eat nits or grits this is like the um the the turing test to see if you're a robot or not <laughs> except for monkeys except for monkeys yeah if you're like interviewing a monkey to see if the monkey is a monkey you'd be like hey. do you want to eat nits or grits and if they say nits you know it's a monkey any primates out there listening to the podcast yo what's up, what's up? thanks for tuning in thanks this for week listening if you're listening leave a comment down below what are your favorite nits what's- to eat <laughs> let us know um <laughs> We've been recording for 20 minutes. How long can we go before we have to talk about this book? It was just one big fight. It was pretty much just one big fight. All right. I definitely did not read most of the fight scenes also. No. I'm not going to do that. You can't make me. You can't make me. You can't make me do shit. Um, What are you? My mom. She can't make me do shit either. I'm an adult. (laughs) She's been trying for 30 something years. (laughs) We have our main character, the Iron Druid of title. Um, he is a he is twenty one years old in appearance, but actually t- over two thousand years old. Um, he is a druid named Sheahan O'Sullivan, but he has very cleverly changed his name to adapt to modern times, and now goes by the name Atticus O'Sullivan. Uh, and he lives in Arizona, Tempe, Arizona, and he owns a bookstore slash tea shop situation like where you book can st- bookstore yeah oh yeah okay yeah that's what it was an occult bookstore you can find your rare books and you can also get a uh totally not a potion that makes you feel younger or like gets dudes to stop hitting on you or whatever mm-hmm. um so he's just like chilling in his new life and he's suddenly attacked by these fae and he's like yo what's up um, he fights them really good because he is a very strong over 2000 year old druid who took off his shoes so he could have connection to the earth where he draws his power from. He's like, Hey, why are you attacking me? And they're like, you're, we need the sword, the sword Fragora, the one you stole 2000 years ago. We suddenly need it now. So we get a little backstory here. Um, old Atticus, he stole a sword 2000 years ago from a guy named Angus Ogg who mm. is the god of agriculture? No, god love. of love, sorry. Yeah. He's the god of love. Also, did he actually steer it, steal it from him, or did he steal it from the guy who was using the sword? The, that, in his name or something? Yeah, like Angus know, Oak man. had given this dude the sword so he could unite all of Ireland, and mm-hmm. um, that guy did did not do that. <laughs> he was actually killed instead. He was actually, I, think he, I think he lived through that one. Because then Maybe. they were like, and then because he didn't have the sword, he couldn't unite all of Ireland. Ireland. Um, Ireland suffered. Yeah. So this is more of a crime of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like the dude dropped the sword and Atticus picked it up and was like, mine now. And he fled the scene of the crime. And he's kept this sword. Uh, he has uh, hired a local witch. He did a favor for this local witch named 
Ramilda, maybe? Now, this is where it's very unfair because the author very kindly, I really liked his vibe from the get-go here, where he's like, it's cool, pronounce it however you want, but if you care, here's the pronunciation guide. I don't Mm -hmm. care if you pronounce it right or not. Thank you, author, because we're almost certainly going to mess some up. But yes. he only gave the Irish pronunciations. He didn't give the Polish ones. He didn't give so the Polish ones. All so of the Polish, which is, I'm like, I don't know. That's a lot of C's and V's and W's and things. Yeah. And I can kind of guess what the, like, anglicized version right. of the name is, but that's not their name. Yeah. So sorry to all of Europe. We're, <laughs> we're doing it wrong. humble Americans. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're very dumb and... <laughs> We don't know how the alphabet works in these different places. <laughs> yeah. So so we have a witch whose name is maybe Romilda, or a, the, or that is the Angli- anglicized version of that name. And um, Atticus did a favor for her where he went to the bottom of the sea and retrieved a ruby necklace for her. Uh, and she's like, in return, I will cloak this sword for you so that no one can tell it is a magic sword and you will keep it in hiding. Because this Angus Og has been sending little minions after Atticus for the past 2,000 years. Um, right. And he's just been like kind of on the run. Um, and especially with the rise of Christianity, he's just been really having nowhere to go. And all of the other druids have kind of died out over time. He's the last one. He's got the sword. The sword's called Fragara or the answerer. because Fraggle Rock or the answerer because it makes people answer questions truthfully. And also its other thing is that if it can cut through any armor. Mm. There's all your exposition for you. Then the rest of the book is a fight, and at the end of the book, he wins. So, <laughs> so that's next it. Book, we'll please. see you next week. <laughs> we'll talk about some cats. We will talk about warrior cats. Uh, in the meantime, if you, uh, well, well, we can talk a little bit more. There's a goddess, Morrigan, the goddess of war and death. Um, she then shows up to Atticus, and she's like, "Yo, Angus Og's in town, and he wants that sword." And Atticus is like, "Yeah, I, f- I figured." Um, and, uh, she gets naked and then leaves. I don't think there's any other importance to this conversation. Like 10 people are like, Hey, you're about to die. Everybody shows up to be, I think that's when she casts, they do some divination there, right? Oh yeah. She's like, Hey, I threw some wands down and And I have, there was this prophecy. Yeah. Basically like. I was thinking about you, my boo, while doing this. Yeah. And so. Oh, yeah. That's the thing about her. She, she, because he has pissed Angus Oog off, Angus Oog, Angus, Angus Oog. That, oh, it's just going all over the place here. Yeah. I think it's Angus Og. I think Um, it's Angus. He said it's like doe. So Og. Angus Og. There you go. Angus Og, uh, because Angus Og is mad at uh, Mr. O'Sullivan, Morgan's like, this pleases me, and I will never collect you when you die. So basically, that's why he's lived forever, is because the Morgan is like, no, this is funny to me. And also because he has, so like, okay, druid magic, right? Let's establish the rules of druid magic. Number one, this book takes a hard D&D one, or D&D five point, whatever it's going to be called now, um, stance. that 5.5. No, because this is not going to be 5.5. They're like, it's just a new edition of 5e but it's not yeah. anyway <laughs> ridiculous um yes, it is but it takes that stance of their new druid playtest bullshit of druids just have three to four shapes that they can take right 
Mm-hmm. And um, so they've got four animal shapes that he can mm-hmm. switch into. And then all of his magic works by binding things to things. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. he, I guess, <laughs> binds people's eyesight to not seeing things so that he can hide stuff like i don't like i get the the concept of like binding stuff but i'm like i don't know if this actually gets carried through in, in practice all how how is how, how what are you this? binding here what are the two is things? it like unlimited like i'm gonna bind money to myself so right. i'm always rich right and i mean we have the the classic immortal situation here of he's just been playing the stocks for however long and has tons of money but yeah, yeah. Um, he's 2000. He has amassed wealth. He's just got money, money. Uh, so he he can money, do money, magic, money, money. but the magic is all works through the earth and by binding stuff to stuff. And, and he can only have magic if his little toesies are touching the earth or if but he's he has stored up stored enough. in a yeah. necklace. So yeah. if he like blows through that, then he can just do a little little get your feetsies in the sand sort of thing yeah um which i was like the desert is like i don't know i guess i imagine like a druid is like hey i need to be in the forest and walk among the moss and the mm. leaves and trees i'm like yo you chose the desert i think that that's just situational because it's like yeah. that's where druids were like i don't know that yeah. ireland had a lot of deserts um, probably not i don't think so no. it's probably so who was alive two thousand years ago to yeah tell who can us? say there's no who way to say? know no um mm-hmm. science is fake the earth is only ten thousand years old or whatever (laughs) yeah i mean you're saying this guy's almost as old as jesus i mean he is right (laughs) he's older than christianity yeah so well jesus's big brother yeah okay so (laughs) (laughs) we're so off topic this book is just one big fight so he can he can bind stuff to stuff and that is magic. Um, yeah, which mm-hmm. is different from witches who have to do like rituals to do their magic. I and guess. their magic is evil because it comes from demons and shit. I was very unclear about this. Okay, because like this kind of annoyed me a little bit with the witch hate because I'm like mm, it's always sus to me when any man is like I hate witches or I am afraid of witches because like that is so feminized right like witches are generally perceived as women right and i mean Mm -hmm. like i know technically in antiquity witches weren't always women and that was kind of like a thing that was more inquisition era and like the hammer of witches the malleus maleficarum or whatever which even Mm -hmm. that like that's like kind of overblown how much it was actually used but anyway point being that there used to be more guy witches but nowadays we all kind of see witch as being the like word for female magic user right yes um so it's kind of sus anytime someone is writing a book and they're like "Mm, witches are bad and i don't like them because it's like okay well that's a little rude to women tell me about your relationship with your mother and sisters right right (laughs) uh but i i can't because like the one witch who is from India or the Indian subcontinent as they yes. put it because I guess she was pre like pre pre India the country of India yeah right? um she did do demons but I'm not sure if the Polish wish it Polish yeah which is he said is like they borrow power from others yeah which so I think they just kind of he was very snooty about it right and like his thing was like he knew this one witch who was really rude and killed a friend of his um so now he hates all witches which it's like that's not a great look you know it's kind of yeah. prejudicial and they kind of play with it and a also little it's like bit. ten thousand years ago yeah so like chill 
Uh, chill on witches. These would witches don't live as long as you do. My yeah, man. they only live like to be two hundred years old instead of yeah, like you're two thousand years old. Because that's another up. like fun through line in the book is everybody being like, "How old are you?" and him being like, mm, "I'm older than so and so." It's mm. a secret because he doesn't want people to know how powerful he is. But just like like people could do math, like, "Hey, wow, the druids all they had there hasn't been a new druid since X Y Z, so he's at least that old." Like. <laughs> Anyway, so, so that's how magic works. Is, that's how magic works. Is you're a druid who can do earth magic, mm-hmm. and a, or a witch who can do borrow magic. Yeah. And then there's fairies who are just like magical and are from a different plane. Mm-hmm. And then there's vampires we don't get a ton of details about, but we do they follow do the blood. outside in the nighttime only rule. Uh-huh. And then we've got werewolves who can shift whenever they want but prefer to shift at the full moon because they have to shift then mm-hmm. so and they it try. is painful to shift yes so they try not to be too wolfy at other times yes. so here are all of our our magical groups that we have it's a lot it's a lot of uh of your stereotypical mm-hmm. paranormals then they throw in like it's not just like the irish gods and goddesses those mm-hmm. are the ones that um um iron druid interacts with because those are like that's who he worship but then you also have like the norse gods are real like jesus and god are real um yeah, that was a fun he, like, aside he, about he's like met mary was was kind of funny when yeah he was like she's she's, she's okay but she doesn't really bother you much most of the time and like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> um we should also say that the reason he's called the iron druid Mm-hmm. This is really just filler for the fact that this whole book is just a prolonged fight. It's just fight. fights. <laughs> um, but the reason it's called the Iron Druid is because, like, most Earth magic, Druid magic, and the Fae, the way that they work is they can't use iron or touch iron, right? But he's, right. like, spent 750 years figuring out a way to bind so iron into his, like, essence or whatever. Yeah. And, like, like create this or protective thing that makes it so that like magic basically doesn't affect him as strongly and also he can like touch iron and not be incapacitated yeah cool very cool of him he's he's really like he's very powerful um but it kind of like i felt like it all like it made sense like Mm. he 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 was like he's not powerful because he's old but like because he is old he has amassed power like he's taken the time to to have power you know um so that was a nice difference we had enough like him getting fucked up or like losing his abilities or like like yes he could fix getting shot but the way that he fixed it caused more complications sort of thing you know Mm -hmm. it wasn't just Mm -hmm. straight up like well, I can just I'm do magic now. and fix everything, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, so he wasn't like, yes, he was he apparently the most attractive man ever born to have walked the earth? Mm. Yes. But also, he is a little bit of a fuck up sometimes. Yeah. So, and I would nice say, balance. I think that the people who immediately jumped into bed with him were all like the goddesses of the pantheon the irish pantheon and it felt oh, yeah, a maybe little he's super ugly to non-irish gods well, and i just meant that like i felt like that was kind of trying to say something about their vibe as much as they've it was. got yeah they're just like mad horny you know or maybe um, they have very established relationships we don't know about yeah. yet because this is the first book maybe yeah, i mean <laughs> they've been doing it for millennia <laughs> but then when like uh, the other women also seemed equally interested in him, but weren't quite as jump into bed. So I was like, okay, yeah, well, yet. not yet. Give it a thousand years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. 
so yeah, the Morgan, she's like, I threw some wands down and it says like, uh, you're going to die and, and be surprised by it. So just hang like, I, I, she, Morgan's like, I would not collect your soul, but it would be really awkward to explain why after you were beheaded, you just like stood up and were fine again. So like, try not to die. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Cause the Morgan doesn't want anyone to know that he's, she, she's taken sides. So Morgan dips, um, and, uh, oh, she get, does she give him some magic? Like you have my blessing and it. No, I think she no. does that at the end. Okay. She okay. gives him the power surge at the end when he like gets KO'd and then mm-hmm. Bri- Bridget, but it's not Bridget. 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 Um, she's the one who gives him the gotcha, bonus the fire breathing bonus yeah. magic. Okay. Um, so she leaves and then, um, Atticus goes home. He has like this dog named Oberon. He's an Irish wolfhound that he has created like the psychic connection to and has taught speech to. So he and his dog can communicate telepathically. Um, the dog was both very funny and very annoying to me. Yes. You know what the dog was? Was, what? uh, Robin Williams in Aladdin where it's just like. This is the character who's going to pop in and make pop culture references that don't really work in this moment. Yeah. The worst being when he dropped a South Park reference in the middle of the big final fight. And I was like, respect my authority. I was like, I need this to not be the situation right now. Dog also very horny for French Mm -hmm. poodles specifically. Oh, yes. I blocked out the epilogue of this book and i'm angry that oh my god (laughs) the sex party that atticus organized for his pet dog you mean weird weird (laughs) not responsible fucking weird um so he has a dog who can who he can talk with and the dog is like hey there's someone in our house uh, and Atticus is like, okay, let's, let's go in together. And guess what? It's another goddess. It's Flittish, the goddess of the hunt. Um, and she's like, Hey, Angus Og is coming. And <laughs> Atticus is like, yeah, I, you're like the third person to tell me. Fucking I'm thank you. Aware. Also like at first, all these people showing up and saying this, I was like, Oh, so this is like a new situation. But then as we get more like backstory, he's like, yeah, I've constantly been on the run from him. He's been yeah, trying to hunt me down. Two thousand years. Uh, and I was like, Oh, maybe that's like the last couple hundred years. No, like literally his entire life. Has yeah. Been- he was 200 years old when he got the sword. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> why, why is everyone acting like this is brand new? And in fact, why yeah. is, why is this brand new? Like, the fact that other people are getting involved. I don't think we ever really got an... The fact that Angus himself is coming. Because he's like, why would he not send his minions? I've been defeating his minions for 2,000 years. I don't know. Angus, I think you need a new uh, idea. Like, Mm -hmm. how to attack this man. Because, okay, so, uh, spoilers for the plot of this book. Um, It's fine. It turns out Angus is... Wants the sword because he wants to dethrone Briad. His sister. His sister, who is in head, in head, the head of the Twatha. 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 That's like French. I don't know what the I'm doing. The front of the book says Twa de Danan. Twa de Danan. I'm emphasizing the capital letters. Okay. Uh, he wants to become the head of the Twa de Danan. Um, Twa de Danan. We're just going with this. <laughs> uh, so he wants to kill. Brian, 
who's the current head. Um, but it's like, okay, has he been trying to do this for 2000 years? Is yes. that the implication? In which case, why are they just now stepping in? Because basically what it turns into is everybody's manipulating everybody to try to get the outcome they want. Right. Yes. They can't and the interfere. outcome they want is for Angus to die. Yeah, Everybody's sick of Angus's shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Truly, he's very annoying Truly. and in- ineffective he's at his just job. He's not good at his job. Everyone's tired. But like, okay, so if he's been trying to do this for 2000 years, why did everybody just step in right now instead of like doing this manipulation stuff from the start? Yeah. Uh, but and it could have been settled ages ago. Right. And if it's like, okay, he's just trying to do the like, rise up against the queen thing now like and he's Mm -hmm. just wanted the sword but now he's like okay but now i really need it because i need to kill my sister Mm -hmm. then that also seems very silly and even more Mm -hmm. so when it turns Mm -hmm. out that he already has a different magical sword that seems to be better than this one so i don't know it just it it was very (laughs) confusing (laughs) he has a sword already that can deal a killing blow the first time it it strikes somebody so right. like but like it can't cut through armor i guess but like yes stuff but, okay, cuts through armor. both i guess yeah that's cool. i guess that's the best option but i feel like in 2000 years you could have like bribed someone from a different pantheon to just make a cool dope ass sword make for me you. a new sword my man yeah you know and then also yeah. like we kind of it's implied that this sword isn't even gonna work because Briad shows up eventually and is like, "Hey, what's up? My brother's trying to dethrone me. Also, my husband, because oh yeah, her husband shows up. This is how we're telling this. It's just me. Why? Yeah, not? because yeah, <laughs> I, there's no there's no rhyme or reason to this episode. Her husband Bress is the Lord of Agri- or God of Agriculture, and he also sucks. Yeah, but he show he's on Team Angus, so Angus sends him at one point to go like try to kill Atticus, and Atticus is like, "Haha, fuck you," and kills him. Right? Beheads so him instantly. Beheads him instantly because he's doing a glamour thing and doesn't know that Angus, nope, Atticus can see through glamours because he's the Iron. She Han O'Sullivan. She Han O'Sullivan. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so he beheads this god. He kills this god, and then. Uh, God's wife, who is the head of the gods, shows up, which that's Brilliant. cool. We love we love a, a queen of the gods. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and she's like, yo, what's up? Um, Angus is my brother. Angus is trying to kill me. That's why he's like doing all this shit. So you need to take him down for me because I can't kill him. So mm-hmm, you kill mm-hmm. him and it'll be great. Also, my husband, um, the armor that he was wearing, he's really stupid because the armor he was wearing was supposed to be like good enough to stand up against the Fraggle Rock sword. We tricked him. We tricked him. But I tricked him. I just gave him like really shiny armor. And that's yeah, why you could get through like it really easily. Yeah, because she's like a smith, right? Like a yes. blacksmith situation. Yes. And then she's yeah. like, and I've made this other dope armor that should stand up to the Fraggle Rock sword. But like, let's not test it. Right. But it's like, yeah. she probably could just, it seems like none of it matters because it seems like probably she just made the dope armor that beat the Fraggle Rock sword. So like, what's even the point? What you is it? Just wear it. Yeah. Just wear the armor. Why do we need to do any of this? It is confusing because, okay, so so Romilda the witch put this cloak, magical cloak, over the sword, mm-hmm. and that blocked its magic. But like, she's like what two hundred years old at the most. Yeah. So he was running around, unprotected sword, for fifteen hundred to eighteen hundred years. Right. Yeah, none of this this timeline makes zero sense. Like maybe he just ramped it up in the last little bit, I don't but because I guess for a while, maybe it's because she made the armor and he was like, "Oh, I need to, oh, I, need I need to get it before she puts the armor on." I yeah. don't know. Or maybe like maybe he is just 
Like, maybe, okay, maybe this is it. 2,000 years mm-hmm. ago, he steals the sword. Angus yeah. is like, that's so rude. I wanted that sword. And, like, occasionally yeah. when he remembers, sends someone to go heckle him, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He is doing all of his 750 years of becoming the Iron Druid stuff. So, obviously, mm-hmm. like, Angus couldn't have been going hard on him then, right? Because he was still in, like, his, his base form, right? He hadn't mm-hmm, evolved mm-hmm. into Iron Druid yet. So... I guess so Angus is just sending like occasional little annoyances for that but then so then he like goes to what's her face the witch and is like hey I need some help just kind of like thinking like I'm gonna plan ahead I'm gonna be smart and then now this most recent attack is like no but now I really need the sword to kill my sister I just decided to kill my sister and I really need the sword yeah I don't know I don't know sounds as good of an excuse as any Anyway, he turned into an otter. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's all this buildup. He he does, like, some scheming where he gets, like, the local police. Okay, this is the thing that I was like, this is not age well. No, so there's it does scene. not. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> there's this scene where Angus Og has, like, um, basically manipulated, magically manipulated a police officer to... Um, be able to see the sword even though the sword is being cloaked because guess what the witches are working some of the witches are working with angus oak okay whatever um and uh so he sends this police officer in and there's like five others with him and the police officer goes hey what's that sword and um atticus has his lawyer there and the lawyer's like you're there there's a whole thing they're looking for his dog fuck whatever it okay, doesn't his matter dog, just go his with his dog it. killed a man his dog fucking his killed dog a man because swedish man. was like kill that man yes so now like he's like i gotta protect my dog because i love my dog um so they MVP, were hiding the dog so they were hiding under the dog magic. and the police were supposedly were like using the dog as an excuse to look for the sword except it was yes. just that one police who was doing that the rest of the police were legitimately looking the for one the dog. police but yes this one police was like Hey, I see a sword, and the lawyer's that's a like, weapon. "You're not supposed to be looking for a sword. You're supposed to be looking for a dog. So, like, it doesn't matter. That's legal to have. Shut the fuck up." Yeah. And, and then the, the police, police officer like, shoots this man. Shoots, no, well, shoots police, Atticus. The police Atticus starts undoing some of the stuff on him. There's like yes. three spells on him, and one of them is like the green spell that is putting him under the 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 sway of, of yeah. Angus. And then the blue spell is putting is giving him the it's like the witch's spell to let to him see, see the, the sword. To see the sword. So he's like, I gotta undo the blue spell, but then there's a red spell that that goes in it, and that one is like, if it gets undone, bad shit will happen. There's so like, like an explosion of power, and everyone gets knocked back. Yeah, and, and the police officer's like, he attacked me, but Atticus is standing there with his hands up in the air. And, every, and they have a camera, too, and uh, lots of witnesses that show that he was not doing anything. And the police officer shot him. And then immediately, all five of the other police officers were like, hey, don't do that. And then shot their fellow police officer and killed him. And then were very apologetic about everything that happened to Atticus. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah. no, that's not how that would have gone down for sure. Nah. Also, like, that was such a bummer of a scene because, like, he shoots him and then the spell, yeah, the spell breaks after that. Like, Angus is like, well, fuck, I don't need this shitty police officer anymore and, like, dips out and, like, the spell dissipates. So then he's like, oh, my God, I would never do this. I would never do this. kill him. And I was like, oh, you're making me feel bad for a cop. And I don't love that. But then he's like, I think he's like, like, he gets aggro again, right? 
which is like yeah he's like i have nothing to lose yeah now, he's basically like i'm gonna take everyone down with me and then the rest of the cops shoot him and i'm like yes this was so like whiplash of like i feel it bad for wild. this guy no wait he does suck <laughs> and then atticus was like i gotta go fuck my next girlfriend right, i guess right after i heal on under this tree overnight um <laughs> It was, yeah, it was such a wild scene. I was like, this is, this is not aged well at all. I did think the book, though, did, like, a very good job of making the police force incompetent. Like, mm-hmm. basically showing that, like, the police are not good. Um, yeah, but I They're feel unnecessary. Like I'm worried about how the rest of the series goes. Because I feel like, because there was the... There's going to be a bigger police presence. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, like, worried that there's going to be a team up with him and the other officer who is, like, the mm. partner of that officer. Because it's kind of giving vibes he's of, like... make him a druid. A, not even, like, make him a druid, but just, like, you know how there's, like, oh, he's my contact in the police force, you know, sort of thing? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he very much had vibes of, like, the detective who's digging into the paranormal shit and eventually is going to dig too deep, right? And yeah. you either resolve that by, like, killing him or you resolve it by, like, bringing him into the team, right? Maybe they uh, just kill him. Maybe. 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 <laughs> but yeah, it, it was very emotional whiplash. <laughs> and then, like, they tried to make jokes and stuff. Like, the dog is like... I'm going to go, I'm going to go chew up this guy's uh, air freshener in his car that you told me to get into so I could go into hiding or whatever. Like he sends the dog away with his, with his werewolf lawyer because he doesn't want the dog to be found and killed. But meanwhile, he's like bleeding out on the front lawn of his store. um, And he's like, you need to lay me in the grass. And the grass starts healing him before anyone can like look him over so he seals up the bullet holes um unintentionally and the police come over and they're like we all saw you shot where's your where's your bullet wounds and he's like uh rubber bullets i don't know and they were like no no we're the we're the cops we kind of know that that's not true but then they go to the hospital and like one and of the, the werewolf werewolves, doctors there. yeah they, one of the werewolves is the doctor that all the paranormal people go to because like it, you gotta yeah, you no gotta have one of those yeah, because his, his lung is full of blood and the earth cannot help him with that. So he has to go have that drain. Just and then it's like. Bind the blood to something else. Like, I don't get it. Bind the blood to a plant. I don't know. Yeah. Put it in someone else's lung. That would be funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that's why that cop is suspicious because then he goes to check on him and he's like, why are you leaving the hospital already? And. And just like a bunch of questions that just don't make sense to and him. It so didn't yeah, fully get resolved. It feels like it's definitely going to be a multi-book thing. Of For sure, being... he just disappears at yeah. the end of the book. Yeah. Um, what else is important in this book? We've got another character. She's okay. There's an Irish uh, barmaid at this pub he goes to, a fish and chips place uh, that he goes to with his lawyers. Her name is Granuale. Um, and she, she's possessed by a witch. The one that we were saying is from the Indian subcontinent. Um, she's possessed by this witch. And the reason she's possessed by this witch is because remember I said that Romilda witch wanted a ruby necklace at the beginning of this episode. Um, the ruby necklace contained the soul of the witch. And, uh, when, um, apparently also just has general magic powers and Romilda was like, I don't need this ghost. Yeet. Yeah. She's just, (laughs) 
<laughs> she just tossed this ghost out of the necklace and it at, um and it went inside granuel and was like hey can i live here with you and granuel as all normal people was was like yeah sure yeah absolutely dope i would love that and i would we, love to be head roommates with you and i did kind of i hope that there i mean i don't know if i'll continue the series or not but i do hope that there's more of the switch in like future installments she was the coolest She's character so cool because it's like she has this history of like yeah she had a shitty marriage sort of situation mm-hmm. and she just uh, turned to witchcraft to like she consorted with she demons. consorted with demons no because she's like I did not consort yeah everyone <laughs> hates the word consort in this book you're not allowed to say they consorted with I feel like maybe it's because there's like a sexual connotation mm-hmm. you know but that's on them if they take it there that's you know? true uh, consort is a normal word <laughs> so she <laughs> fucked some demons and was like <laughs> so she got witch power hasn't right and she figured out like how to body hop right so she was like living in x because she's from like the 1200 so she's older than the other she's witches. real old yeah yeah so she has been body hopping um and she ended up leaving to go to america in the 1800s and she got on this like boat and she was like they were supposed to be taking her from the boat to like land or whatever and they saw the, the ruby necklace sunk. that's like her focus yeah. or whatever and they were like we want that <laughs> so they killed her um the people who were supposed to be helping her out so mm-hmm. she body hopped into the ruby necklace as she was dying um uh, they yeah basically it got like the end of the movie titanic yeah and <laughs> then to the bottom of the sea except with more skeleton um yeah. mm-hmm. and then so when she got ye- when she was like hanging out there for like 150 years she's like you know what it's actually not been very cool and chill of me to body hop into people without maybe their consent. i was evil maybe i was evil and i should stop doing that so then she like ends up in granuel and she's like, I'm chill now and I will only body hop with consent. And like their plan is that once they get the ruby back to, I guess, get her in the ruby so she can go from ruby to body, um, mm-hmm. she will, they'll go to a hospital and they'll try to like check every coma patient. Coma patient. And if the coma yeah. patient spirit is still like connected, they'll like get the coma patient spirit back into the body. And then if the spirit is no longer connected, like the spirit has died or and moved on. wants to move on. Um, or yeah if they want to die and move on then she'll take the body and I'm like that's cool that's I guess a, a compromise I feel like it might still lead to some problems when you have to deal with this coma patient's family when you wake yeah. up and you are no yeah. longer actually this person but you know seems like a, a the best plan you've got I think the correct solution is to stay in Granuel's body and then have a weird like love triangle with mm, Atticus between yeah. these two women in one body or stay in Granuel's body and have just a relationship with Granuel. That too. Cut out the middleman. <laughs> truly, truly. <laughs> Who needs him? She could just she doesn't want to Granuel um so like having this witch she has been learning from the witch in her head all of these different things about like uh, magic and and witches and how witches get their magic. And then she's also learned about druids, just I guess through conversation. Maybe they just like to chat pillow time, you know? (laughs) Um, And um, she's like, I don't want to do the witch thing. I would love to have magic though. So I think druid is a way for me to go. So like part of this whole, the witch is like, okay, I will, I will deal with the witches that are helping Angus in the final battle, but you got to help me one, find my body, and then two, take on this girl as your apprentice, Granuel. Um, And Atticus is like, I haven't had an apprentice in like 700 years because 
of the, of all of the, you know, Christianity fucking sucked for a long time. <laughs> Still does. Um, but you know, I think it's, I think it'll be, you know, we can just pull it off as like this new agey cult sort of thing. It'll probably be okay now that we're in modern times. So yeah, I'll take on this apprentice. And also he's like, well, I've had to keep like running around. I can't stay in one place too long. So maybe if I do kill this guy, then I'll be stable enough yeah, to have, once a, I kill have this an apprentice, ladies. you know? Yeah. So and I just know they're gonna hook up at some point in the book yes. series. And she's I'm like, probably gonna end up being like a super apprentice because he's like talking. Oh, you'll you'll read theory for twelve years, yeah. and then after the first twelve years is up, then you will get your tattoos, and then we'll start learning magic. But y'all know something's gonna happen where she's gonna be like super apprentice and do magic early, mm-hmm. and then they'll fall in love. And they're gonna fall in love, and she's gonna be endgame. And I mm-hmm. hate that because even though usually I am pro mentor mentee you know as long as mm-hmm, everyone mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. age appropriate that yes. that i think is the failing here where i'm like he's a bajillion years old and you have so many other women in this book series who are like at least in their hundreds you know yes have That's him hook up with one of them i liked the witch that was like the chill witch from the coven like i was yeah. like yes this is who you should be with atticus mm-hmm. but i just fear that he's gonna end up with the young 22 year old the literal baby right who is literally like a hundredth of his age absolutely just no good i mean she's an adult so it's okay but like i would much prefer understandable and paranormals but also there are much more appropriate yeah i'm just like if you if it's it's more understandable to me if there are not other choices that are closer in age you know where it's like Mm -hmm. oh I'm the only one of my kind and no one else has lived as long. I was like, okay, well then he's going to have to hook up with a human. But like when he is actively hooking up with goddesses and there's also like these, they're going to be like jealous. Old. Yeah. It's too much. You know, I'm just it's like, too much. you've got so many better choices. Maybe I'm not giving the author enough credit. Maybe they will keep it platonic. Just mentor mentee. But it seemed like they were, probably, but the way they were yeah. already, eye fucking each other. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So there's that. That will go on for further books. And then, they, and then they have this final fight between um, all the other fights. Because <laughs> they, they have a final battle. kidnap the dog and mm-hmm. the doctor. And the lawyer. Right? It's like, like I got your lawyer and No, your you're dog. right. It's the lawyer, not the doctor. Yeah. So the wolf pack goes. They're, they, they all, they're all like feral, ready to, ready to turn and shift. Some of them have already shifted. But um, Atticus is like, no, guys, we need a game plan. Go cut my neighbor's grapefruit trees back. Thanks. While we come up with a game plan, he gets he gets granule, he gets the witch, um, and then they they run they all run up the mountain because he's able to bind some sort of endurance Stamina. to their bodies. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I'm like you're you're just so loosey goosey with what we're allowed to bind. Like yeah, it's like the strength of the earth I'm is bound down. Ba- your binding skin. the power okay. of the earth to you, and that makes you run good. I'm like okay. if you say so. Just say it's magic. Like he doesn't. Why do you have to come up with this silly like binding system? Just yeah. <laughs> if you're all earth power or whatever, just make the earth move, and then you don't have to run. That's true. Make the mountain come to you. Yeah. What are just you doing? Do a little floating disc. Hop yeah. up on it and at yeah, your leisure. Really piss off Angus. Yeah. But Angus is there. He has opened up this portal to let a bunch of demons through, which is fine because Bria earlier in the book gave. Gave Atticus this power to, uh, like, an icy fire. <laughs> he puts icy patches on the demons and mm-hmm, they die. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So he's able to do that, but it's like, it's like a blow your load moment, right? Like she's like, this will make you so weak, so, so weak. And Atticus is like, what if I use it at the very beginning of the fight? And he does. And then, and then he's he so weak. He drops the sword. Drops the sword like a f- just, fucking idiot. Just like the guy before him. Yes. Um, and he can't get his any more power from the earth because can't in the process up. of order opening up this demon portal, Angus has drained all of the magic from the earth. So there's this huge like two mile dead patch of um, two mile radius dead patch of earth that Angus is like, well, it's a good thing I have an apprentice because we need to make a druid grove, I guess. And Atticus is like pissed by this. He Atticus is, is like, so mad. He's, he's like, like, I really didn't care about any of this before. And I was kind of still <laughs> thinking like, about I running. this was all silly. You know, you could have killed my dog and I would have been sad about it for a while. But I, I've known a lot of people. The and earth? Died. So like, how dare you do that to the earth? That's like your one job as like an Irish god is to not fuck with the earth fuck you my first girlfriend earth <laughs> my one true love <laughs> uh so he's like kind of dying and angus is like gloating or whatever and then the morgan shows up and she's like hey have some of my power but don't uh, tell use anyone to fight. Shh. yeah don't tell anyone just pretend i wasn't here because angus doesn't know that i'm working with you except oh, for oh. i told angus i was and the working reason with you the also Part of the reason that he d- opened the the demon hole was to get that death out there, right? Yeah, like Grim Be- Reaper death. Yes, because which, he's what like, pantheon is Grim Reaper from? Uh, modern American, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> some American projects, Discworld. Yeah, yeah. But that w- that's the whole thing is that like Atticus can't die from the Morrigan, but like a different psychopomp could like take yes. him to go die so yes. if the grim reaper had moseyed over and got off his ass and like done some work then atticus would have like atticus been KO'd. Been real real dad right but, but we death also find out giggled death was just like over there giggling yeah the that's just like nah it's not it's not done yet yo <laughs> he knew what would happen yeah. and they do a sword fight and atticus kills angus and then death comes and takes Angus down to hell and he's like no you can't I'm I need to go to Tirnanog and Morgan's like thank god I I told him about our relationship because then he summoned death so I wouldn't have to deal with that shithead in the afterlife we're all pleased now all of the three goddesses basically were like trying to get this exact thing to happen Flittish Flittish wanted uh, him to kill angus so she like helped kidnap the dog and the lawyer yeah. to start with she's like we wanted insurance that you would actually go yeah, after this you're, man you're such a dick and you keep running away from the fight yeah we thought you would just flee with your dog so <laughs> then, we kidnapped your dog yeah and then like morgan brought uh, made sure that like all the shit would go down so that the yeah. death death would be able to take him away so that then she never had to deal with him again yeah it's nice to see women work together to bring down an annoying man. Yes, and to manipulate another man while doing so. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, um, great. We love to see it. I just wish I knew understood more about the whole overarching plot of, like, why? Why, though? Yeah, why did I, this all happen? I definitely feel like there, there might be continuation of this in other books. Yeah. Um, there have to be repercussions. Right? I don't know. I also still don't know if I will continue reading them or not. I'm also torn. It's just, it's such a broy like. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, it was fun. I had fun. I liked it. And I yeah. liked Atticus. I thought. Is know, there movies? I would watch the movies. I don't think there's movies. All right, Maybe a sci-fi it. TV show. We've got some time <laughs> left. Let's fan cast it. Um, <laughs> Pedro Pascal. Pedro as Pascal Atticus, no. as Atticus. Uh, <laughs> he's just in everything lately. Because he's got to be like 21 years old. Yeah. 
So it's gotta be some like little little dude. Little Stranger Things boy. One of the Stranger Things boys. Finn some whatever. The main one. The yeah, one the sure. other one. <laughs> Can we put Sophie Turner as uh a Flittish? Fl- uh, Flittish would be good, but I was actually gonna say uh Granuel. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's too old for for little That's true. She can be Stranger Things though. She can be Flittish. She can be Flittish. Um, also still old, but you know what? The, it was fade to black sex, so. Yeah. Um, also how old is Stranger Things boy at this point? He's eight, he's over 18, but I don't know by how much. Sophie Turner's definitely older. Yeah, she's she, like a mom. She's a married woman. She's a married woman with a child. Stranger Things boy. Stranger Things boy Finn, I think is one of his names, first or last. Uh, Finn Wolfhard. He is 20 years old. So he's very close to the correct age. He's very close. God, he mm-hmm. looks like a baby still. But yeah, I know. Because I'm ancient. I mean, All right. We'll go fall back. Logan Learman. <laughs> Logan Learman. Put him in everything. Put him in everything. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> the Morgan. The Morgan, I want like um, Angelina Jolie as Grendel vibes, but not Angelina Jolie, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the vibe we want. I feel like... My no, ins- she was Grendel's mother, not Grendel. Yeah. Fuck. Same difference. Same diff. I, I want to say Kirby Howell Baptiste, but that's because she literally plays death in Sandman. So, like, mm. it's... it's- it, you know, she's going to get typecasted <laughs> as deaths, and we don't want that. Who else is... Who else is kind of gothy? Mm. There's that girl who was in Merlin as... Mm. the witch but and then has done a bunch of hallmark movies since then oh good for her um so maybe her i think she was also in the superman tv show as lena luther i think Mm. um she's kind of hot so that might work what if we went like kind of an ethereal amanda seyfried route like i feel like amanda seyfried would be better as uh briet okay i could see Mm -hmm. that to think what other characters there are they're the werewolves all the werewolves just cast one man and just have him play all the werewolves. Have him put on different there wigs. was one girl werewolf that was briefly mentioned mm-hmm. so it's not entirely gendered oh and what is his name um shit the guy that used to be on snl that does the voice of um launchpad in the new tactics. oh oh yeah um, brett barrett yes he's the fucking dog yes absolutely <laughs> he's over absolutely and <laughs> We're not going voiceover. We're going full cats. He wears a outfit and yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And they and they put the butthole in and we do a musical number. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, dancing French poodles in the background. Yes. Oh yeah, that. we should say the end of this book after the oh. fight. The fight happens is that he and Oberon go off into the the wilderness to have a hunting trip together as he has been promising Oberon this whole time. And then they were, he's like, I got a surprise for you when you get back. And he, they go back to the house and he's <sighs> procured five female, female poodles, French poodles, French poodles in heat, in heat for Oberon like we're to fucking alpha omega verse. Yes. And I was like, what? This is not responsible. This pet is disgusting. This is this is the worst ending to something ever. I don't know if you, in doing your magic, have made Oberon more sentient than other dogs. In which case, it feels weird for him to hook up with other dogs. Yeah. 
And if not, I feel like you need to check in with them. He has equal sentience to these dogs. So you need to check in with them and see if they're cool with it. Did they consent to the sex party? Right. This is just a lot that you've you've, you've thrown in here at the last moment. The gross, like... The, the, the most disgusting version of ending a movie with a dance number. Right? Yes. And I'm just like, there has <laughs> never been a situation where I, there is an animal character in a world full of humans. Like, obviously, like, Redwall is different because that's just, like, furry 101 or whatever. Um, yeah. Or, you know, warrior cats. Again, furry 101. But, like, in a, in a world full of humans where there is a one-off animal sidekick, I have never been like, I wonder who... The animal sidekick hooks up with. I want to. I want to know about the sex life of the pet. Right. I think the only time that that worked and was funny was in Shrek. Right. Like where donkey where, had sex with yes, the dragon and made hooks little. up with a dragon. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. But this just that's is peak weird. comedy, people. Right. That's peak comedy in Shrek. Actually, I think you'll find. I think you'll find. Uh, <laughs> Shrek two uh, was. That's that was last time anything was funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard good Yuck. things about Shrek Four. Haven't seen it. Which one is that one? Um, I think it's the time travel one. Oh, I never saw that. I saw yeah. the one with Justin Timberlake where he was like King Arthur. Yeah, that's Shrek Three. three. I think. No wait. Yes. Yeah, that's Shrek Three, and then Shrek Four is Rumpelstiltskin is the villain, and also oh. there's time travel. I, I believe. Seen that one. I haven't the seen Puss three and or Boots four. movie was good. I've heard the Puss in Boots movie is good. And then they kind of teased um, Far, Far Away at the end. So I'm like, is there going to be another Shrek movie? Maybe. Because that's a lot to ask. All we can do is franchises. So oh, That's it. There's nothing new. Except, you know, A24 doing the Lord's work, I guess. <laughs> Making weird ass movies that I love. <laughs> like the good little hipster I am. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Um, well, how's well, this book and some other stuff book? that we talked yeah, about? Yeah, sorry it was disorganized, but I read it a week ago, and it was one big fight. It was just a lot of fighting, and within forty-eight hours. Yeah. Um. Well, we're done. We're done with modern mythology. We liked it, guys. We liked it. We it knew was, we would like it. It was a good and we time. We continued to like it. Mm-hmm. Is there anything we can say? Like, okay, so like, like, um. There always seems to be this plot of mortal having the thing the immortal wants, right? Yes. What else have we found common to this Um, genre? Anything. No, that's literally the only connecting thread. Yeah. No. um, A lot of... (laughs) I'm trying to think. Like, apocalypse sort of stuff? Or, like... Yeah, the world is always going to Yeah, very superhero movie, right? Of, Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. there is a big bad who is doing a plot to do the thing, right? You know, it's going to cause bad things. It does make you wonder, like, where are the further installments going to go? Like, how mm. hard? We is can't this ramp go? it up from here, can we? Oh yes, no, we can. Surely not. Um, overall, I feel like this genre has been quite light on romance, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never been like, one of them was a middle grade book. <laughs> that's true, but even in middle grade, you can have true. you know crushes and such. You can you can have the ghost of your first girlfriend follow you and the rest of your family around for generations, giving advice to the medicine cats. Of you. Oh yeah, I was like trying to think everything what everything comes back to warriors. Everything comes back to warriors. 
Um, I I think I preferred it as a standalone. I think Lore was my favorite mm-hmm. of this unit, and I think because it was a standalone. I think there was everything you needed to know was in that one book, and it was succinct, and there wasn't there wasn't the need to try and ramp it up for the next 17 books in the series, mm-hmm. right? I, I like think, that. I appreciated that. I think this one was probably my favorite of the three. Oh, interesting. I liked all of them. There wasn't one that I was like, oh, this is trash. Um, I feel like they were kind of in such a similar vein of like, it's very like, we got to go fight the guy and we got to go kill him and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's very action movie e right yeah um yeah. which isn't really what i was expecting lots of quips yeah lots of quips um lots of fight scenes a I lot could of see joss a lot whedon of, directing this tv show unfortunately unfortunately um a lot of MacGuffins. i mean that's yeah. basically what the whole like the bad guy wants this thing right but yes. even like within that there's a lot of like well we have to go get this thing to do this thing right you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so i think it's, it's really important in this to have either like a main character who, who's really enjoyable mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. A, and a mythological system that's interesting, right? And for me, mm-hmm. the Greek one is just, I've seen it done it's so many times. It's a little times, overdone, yeah. A little mm-hmm. overplayed. And with City of the Plague Gods, I discussed I didn't really like the main character that much. I liked all of yes. the side characters. Um, but this one, I think I was like, yeah, I like the main character and I'm interested. Uh, this isn't a mythology that I've seen. Yeah. done a ton right plus they've left room to include every mythology mm-hmm. so. yeah so there's a lot you could go you know it's like we stopped jesus may be a character in yeah a future book. we stopped the irish gods but now the he's got to go deal with the thor, norse the are really have a fight with thor yeah the norse are really acting up you know we got to handle mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. so i and think that's the iron druid yeah that's fun that. yeah it was a fun little romp mm-hmm yeah, like we said, it wasn't we, it wasn't that we disliked this book. It's just it was one big fight and very mm-hmm. horny. That's it. Read it. Read it. Read it. We dare Come you. Come up with your own opinions for once. Yeah, God. stop relying on Why us. Always rely on us. <laughs> stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> you better sheeple. yet, go make your own podcast yeah. in the exact same vein and do it better. <laughs> uh, speaking of doing more podcasts, yay! Next week. We will be returning with a Meow Meow Monday with the Excellent. final Warrior Cats Thank book God. of Arc 4, uh, Warriors, Omen of the Stars, uh, The Last Hope. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Is it a Star Wars? It is. This mm. is where they come together. They share a universe. Holy shit. Holy shit. They're going to have <laughs> lightsabers? Their claws extend into lightsabers? <laughs> yes. Please. Yes. Please. <laughs> Uh, the week after that, we will be continuing my current unit, which is mm-hmm. on Animal Mysteries. Yes. Uh, and I do have a book picked out for this. And it was actually like a very easy pick because, oddly enough, I had suggested um, this book to you uh, when you did the Cozy Mystery book with mm. uh, Brad. I was like, pick one of these three books. Um, and so we're going to go with the one that wasn't picked because it is a classic. It was this, the series was published first in 1966. Um, and I read these as a child, but I couldn't tell you the plot of a single one, whether or not they're good, whether I should have been reading them at the age of seven or eight. Um, but we're going to be reading The Cat Who Could Read Backwards mm. by Lillian Jackson Braun. Great. Yeah. That cat is uh, smarter than me. <laughs> 
this cat's a genius. It's been solving crimes for like 30 years. <laughs> awesome. I'm looking forward to diving back into this book I have not even thought about for decades. So cool. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, if you have any books or units you'd like for us to cover on the podcast, you can either tweet at us at shelfawarecast or email us shelfawarecast at gmail.com. As always, thank you to Ben Cope for the use of our theme song. You can check out his YouTube channel in our show notes below. We are also on all of your favorite podcast aggregating platforms. So if you haven't followed or subscribed to us on one of those, you shouldn't because remember we told you, you're, you're in charge of making your own podcast now. We're done. We quit, but we'll see you next week. If you use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd very much appreciate a five-star review. But if you don't, that's all right because you are allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you like. In the words of Kevin Hearn, when he said to give him the sword, I don't think he meant for you to stick it in his guts. Got him, that Joss Whedon dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm M. I don't know why that and was so high-pitched. And And I'm M! uh, This week... This week on Shelf Aware, we are wrapping up. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) I'm going to drive to Georgia and kill you. Dare you. (laughs) Bet. Let me get my busted up leg into a car. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Okay. This week on Shelf Aware. This week on Shelf Aware. It's not our normal recording day. It's okay. We're out of our routine. I'm I'm cutting all of this. No. Yes. It's- <laughs>